What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast, your favorite podcast. Um, I just want to start this out by saying hashtag fuck Jim Cornette, hashtag save the girth. Uh, no, we're not canceled. For some weird reason, I had five different people message me uh, over the week asking if I was canceled. And I was like, where the fuck did you get that idea? Like, every episode's a disaster. I don't know how you thought I was canceled. But not once there did I say I was canceled. I did say it's probably going to happen. If you came to this podcast for quality, that's on your that's your fault at this point. Exactly, dude. Like I that's what I love about this, man, is so far people aren't bitching about it. Like I've had one person go, I'm not gonna lie, bro, the quality is pretty trashy. It's like something like you can get from Walmart, and I'm like, Yeah, that's exactly where I got all this. So, you know, it is what it is. But the cool thing is people are actually listening. Uh, that being said, before we actually get all serious, uh, I want to take this time to make some announcements. One, um, we're not going to get into too much detail. I'm not going to name names because I'm probably not allowed to. But Austin and I are proud to announce that here in about a month, we're going to be part of a a startup company um, slash browser. So basically, uh, again, I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's a, a web page that's going to be designed as a competitor with web browsers like Google. But it's more meant to be a Google for podcasters because right now uh, the facts are that 90% of startup podcasts usually fail. Um, there really is no way of hands, buts about it. They almost always fail. And that's because of uh, exposure. People aren't getting enough views. We've had shit like that happen all the time. So that being said, we're going to be partnering with this company. And just we're a be... little point of order. Uh, sorry. I just got back. I just been doing the point of clarification. Um, it's more, it's like a search browser, or it's like a, it's more of a search engine instead of browser. Right, that, that's what I mean. It's like a search engine, but it's for podcasters, and it's not really even for podcasters, it's more for like artists, but a lot of that is going to be people that are doing podcasts, because it's a search engine where you can get like a, kind of like a, a tile, like you would get on a, I don't know, a Microsoft touchscreen or whatever, and it's going to be a short clip, so that way you can kind of get an idea of what it is and it's kind of like YouTube in a sense, but again, it's more of a search engine that's supposed to start. in, I believe March, um, as we get closer to that, we'll talk more about it and we'll throw out some links and all that shit. Otherwise, the only announcement I have is after seven long years, I am going to write a book. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I used to write, horror stories and Pulp Fiction and a lot of shit, and I haven't done it in so long. Matter of fact, I haven't put a story up in, like, yeah, seven, eight years. Um, I don't want to get too into it, but I'll give you, like, a little plot summary. Basically, it's about a um, a type of flu that wipes out most of the population, and a band of survivors get together, and they take shelter in a an abandoned mansion that's infested with demons. So there you go. I don't know when that's going to get finished. Austin, let me finish before you start talking shit. I see it in your face. But uh, I just want to announce it because I'm happy. I think it's because I'm sober for once, so I can finally fo- you know, function and focus. I'm happy to be doing that. And the reason I brought that up is also because one of the topics I wanted to talk about tonight is favorite pieces of literature. Um, Austin, I know you like to read a little bit. Keegan, I've seen you read a book before. Um, <laughs> a book, not yeah, multiple a book, pretty nice. Well, it don't really have to be a book. It can be like an article or whatever. And 
Damn, I was gonna say that is not your house. That looks way too nice. He's <laughs> over here fucking with the layouts. But um, <clears throat> well, let me be proper about this, Austin, buddy. How are we doing? I'm um, I'm doing good. Um, I wasn't gonna talk any crap. I just got a weird vision in my head of some dude sitting on a couch, like spooked out. And you hear, uh, uh, and be like, "Is that a ghost that just coughed?" <laughs> is that a ghost? <laughs> well. The reason being is um, I wanted to write a story that was kind of like a mirror image of how people act during like pandemics like COVID and shit. Because the theme is basically monsters come in many forms. There's more to be afraid of than outside. So that and it's a it's a fictional account of what it was like for me to grow up in a haunted house when I was a kid. So, you know, there's that. But uh, otherwise, guys, I forgot to announce earlier after six minutes of droning on. Our guest tonight is K and L. What's up, buddy? How's that vape treating you? Treating me pretty good. He's back when it's not long term. So I guess who's back? Views is back. Need a pod. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I'm getting there. (laughs) He's speeded. He's doing that thing I used to do when I was like smoking those. I'd go buy like two packs, and by the time I was on the very last one, I'd take a hit, not take another hit of it for like four hours because the fucking cotton burnt. Yeah, because you were low. Camping. Yeah, it's terrible. So you're like, one hit, you wait two days, take another hit until payday. <laughs> I have some in the uh, truck, but it's cold. The worst thing is when you get a pack and it's fucking burnt. Like, the whole thing's fucked. The whole you, put the, <laughs> yeah. you put the cartridge in, you're like, ah! It tasted like you inhaled a toaster, dude, after you burnt the bread. You're like, oh, this sucks. I spent $10 and you get all pissed off. <laughs> I used to get a lot of those, dude. They were duds. I'd get pissed off. But the problem could, is you just spent money. You don't want to waste it. I could see Tony going on Yelp and leaving reviews on Yelp. I bought this whole pack. Whole thing is burnt. Spent ten ninety six, and they're ruined. <laughs> One star. I wish they were ten ninety six. I know. Dude, here's the problem. So they do suck, but they're like the only good recyclable pod when it comes to like uh, vapor cigarettes cigarettes whatever you want to call them because there's plenty of companies but they all suck i tried jewel i even tried um one that was called blue or whatever and that sucked ass too yeah it was terrible views was the only one that was even decent but it was still like going to the casino and playing blackjack like you didn't know how shitty the pack was gonna be (laughs) (laughs) sometimes it was great and sometimes you're like oh i guess um yeah inhaling a toaster for the rest of the week like (laughs) yeah it sucks. But uh, anyway, um, there's something we probably should just get out of the way. So like I mentioned earlier before we started recording, I have a buddy who he's been inspired by us and he's going to start his own podcast. So there's that. Uh, he did ask me in my little forum when I said, what do you guys want to hear us talk about? He did ask me, you know, um, can you guys talk about HR 127? And at first I was kind of confused. I was like, what? But I remember reading about it somewhere, so I went and looked back on it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a worthy topic. It's more of a Wednesday show thing, but I'd like to actually discuss it because... It was requested. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a a nod in a way. Keegan, Keegan, <laughs> K&L, <laughs> did you look that up at all, or do you even know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> he's looking it up now he's like yeah <laughs> i did i did look earlier I'm, so, I'm 
looking again. Well, Austin's more the uh, etiquette person when it comes to this. So, Austin, explain to the listeners what HR 127 is. So, HR 27 is a, uh, I think this is, this uh, introduced in the fourth, right? Yeah. So, this is a bill uh, brought to you by uh, Representative, um, um, I think it's Shalala Jackson. Let me hold on, I'm looking up. Double check. I don't want to get something wrong. Yeah, Shayla Jackson from um, Texas 18, which is like mid and northern Houston. Mid northern Houston. Sorry. Um, yeah. So what she? Uh, this is the the single worst gun bill I've ever seen in my entire life. It really is. It took me only like one sentence in, and I was like, "Wow." My buddy shot me in. <laughs> my buddy shot me a text. Uh, two days after this um, got um, introduced, it goes, read this, read this. And I said, okay, I'll read it. Calm down. It's horrendous. Like the, I, what was that? I was just going to say, Austin's throwing some puns in there. His buddy shot him a text. With that bill, not anymore. <laughs> not unless it's licensed. It is absolutely... Horrendous. I'm trying to pull the text up here, but freaking. Um... Well, essentially, it's saying that you oh, gotta. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so uh, what this really boils down to is it's setting new restrictions on what guns you can buy, how you could buy them, gun ownership, and uh, really everything. It's limiting um, ammunition sales and it's increasing um, certifications. Um, I think the biggest stupid thing about this is so say you want to buy like an 18th century uh, freaking like musket rifle, okay? And you want to display that in your house as a collectible, okay? It, uh, if this bill were to pass, you would have to get a training course and a license to own that. How the then, fuck do you find even ammunition then, for a musket? <laughs> then, then you have to get a secondary license in order to, like, uh, display it. But in order to get that license, you have to tell the government where it's being displayed, how high up on the wall it's being displayed, what condition it's being displayed in, and it must stay in that display. So if I buy a musket, and I mount it above my fireplace, okay? I'm like, yeah, this looks great. And I get my license above the fireplace. But my wife gets a family portrait, and she goes, I want to put this on top of the... Um, I want to put this on top of the fireplace. Move your gun. I have to get a brand new license. I go through the training course all over again and resubmit all the information just to move the gun from one spot on the wall to another. Sounds like a fucking nightmare. That's stupid. That's really dumb. That's like having to register your TV every time you mount it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, that and like I was reading up on it. I'm like, okay, so... It's basically a stricter, strict-ass gun law, which, let's be honest, gun laws aren't about gun laws. It's just about gun control. You can't take away the gun, so take away the ammunition. Also, <laughs> another stupid part of this, so say you want to store your handgun for self, for um, home defense, right? This bill passes. You have to have your gun and your ammunition in separate safes. <laughs> 
so every someone time you want to show so your homie your nine, you got to pull out the license. <laughs> so, so, so someone not, breaks into your door, breaks down, and it goes to rape you and your children. You have to be like, yo, yo, bro, yo, bro, hold up, let me get my ammunition. So you got to open, <laughs> you open this, open up the first safe, pull your gun out, walk, and they can't be in the same room. They have to be like across the room for they'd be in different separate rooms. So you have to walk into your bedroom. Open your safe, get your handgun out, then walk out of your room into the other room, open a new safe, pull out the ammunition. The ammunition cannot be loaded in a magazine. Load each bolt into your magazine, then then insert the magazine, track and hammer, and then you can say, hey, yo, good, timeout's over, let's do this thing. Uh, Hold on, let me break in here. This reminds me of that Kevin Hart just let me wipe my ass one last time. Gun <laughs> compartment. <laughs> <laughs> let me just get some <laughs> the, the dryer sheets gun compartment. <laughs> but could you imagine having to announce like, hold on, before you break in here and do anything, just know I am a licensed gun carrier. Here is my license. Here are the bullets. Let me just go ahead and load it. Like someone breaks in your house with the intent of raping you. By the time you hop out of bed, your ass is on the ground. Like there's just. <laughs> Oh, the yeah, amount of time it took you to do by that the time is you, like you're done. By, by the time you open that safe, he's clapping cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, grab the pillows, I'm coming in dry. You're like, no! <laughs> God. That's a shit, Bill. That's so um, stupid. Then, then also in this bill, it increases the minimum age for long guns to 21 years old. So 18, 19, 20-year-olds can't own shotguns or, or long rifles. It's um, funny because they can't own a pistol, but they can own a rifle until now. This is also creating a national registry of all the of everybody who owns a gun, and it's public information. What the fuck? That's so dumb. So, you know, you should know what that happens. All these people, the dudes chilling in the van, getting ready to rob Kevin McAllister. They just pull up this. They pull up this <laughs> database, scroll through, find out who doesn't have a gun, and rob them because I know they're sitting ducks. He's like, better come in and pound me. And McAllister runs across the hall and all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> <Just throw laughs> him away. Home Alone ended early, dude. Like, how stupid. I don't know. Like, my opinion on it is just that it's another form of control. I'm a big fucking gun advocate, dude. Well, I'm not really a gun advocate. There's no title in my name that says advocate. But I would like to believe I'm an advocate on being pro-choice of gun, meaning you have the choice to blast someone in the face that breaks into your fucking house. You don't need a reason for why you need a gun. It's your right. That's just... It's a dumb argument. And I'm about to steer this one a little bit, but it's just like abortion. Stupid argument. Also, in this bill... It makes it illegal to own a fifty caliber. What the fuck can you have? Like, oh my god. Oh, and also, by the way, the possession of an employee or a contractor of Title One of the Atomic Energy Act of nineteen forty-four on-site purposes established maintaining on-site physical protection system and security organization required by federal law. The offsite of the purposes of licensing authority. So you know, this also makes it illegal to own a nuclear weapon without having armed guards. Well, I kind of thought it was illegal anyway. <laughs> to own a nuclear weapon. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, KM? Uh, Democrats. Well, well, my question is, I'm gonna I'm gonna be 20, and I already 
I have guns. What happens? We were talking about the they're gonna increase the age. What happens? Oh, I the, the, you're you're in trouble there, buddy. I know. They have a, a buyback track. <laughs> Um, also, also another thing, you're not allowed to have any magazines that are more than 10, um, that have 10 rounds of ammunition. Wasn't it Who's going to know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I learned from a police officer when I was like being trained on uh, firearms. So when I was going to be an armed guard, a police officer was the one training us and he was like, um, it's technically illegal to unload your whole fucking clip on somebody without a, you know, good reason. And he's like, all you need to say is I was out of ammo. <laughs> That's it. Because what that means is that you're totally afraid for your life. And this person was like Michael Myers. It was taking more than one bullet to fucking put him down. Yeah. But that's crazy to me. Like, what, when you account for every bullet. The thing that pisses me off is there's a group of people who don't understand. think that, that they think that um, bullets are magic on off switches. But they're not. Right, like guns don't kill people quarter inch holes to the head do. Like, come on, get your mouth figured out. <laughs> That's stupid, though. I mean, I don't, I'm just not going to say anything more because I'll probably say something stupid. But it all comes back to like that one word. It's Democrat. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on De- well, Democrat. No, it is. Like, I don't know any Republicans. Well, okay, I know like one, but I don't know like a bunch of Republicans that are like, yeah, we need more gun control. That'll solve all these school shootings. Like, that's just going to make shit worse. Because the problem with these laws is these people that make them are acting as if criminals are going to follow them. Exactly. That's, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, let's take away guns, dude. That's how we solve the war on drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, because Prohibition made it worse. So like, well. Right. Like, okay, I don't think you – I really don't like drug, or drugs at all. But I do personally believe if every drug was legal, we'd probably have less crime. We'd have more deaths and a bunch of problems and mental illnesses, but I just believe if we took that away, it would make it that much harder for organizations that live off of that to thrive in any way. Like, what are you going to do then? Oh, I got bootleg toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, like, what the? Oh, I'm selling half off shit that didn't make it to the Walgreens clearance section. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, people are criminals because they break the law. Right, like that's the dumbest shit ever. Everybody will abide by this. No, you're punishing law-abiding citizens. That's fucked up. Like, I feel safer when somebody has a gun in the area. Like, you can just see it in the back of their ass pocket. <laughs> it's really where it shouldn't be, but they got it right there. And I see it, I'm like, okay, so I do know that if somebody decides to fucking go crazy, that dude's probably going to cap him first before the cops get there anyway. Because... The gun response is like less than a couple of seconds. The police officer response is anywhere between like two and ten minutes. And with two minutes, you can murder a bunch of people. Like, that's the shitty thing. We saw that happen in Vegas. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to throw something shitty out there. What's wrong with your tongue? Oh, no. Sneeze. <laughs> Nastiest sneeze I've ever sneezed in my entire life. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get it all over the camera like oh shit hold on no! <laughs> oh man next topic um, what are you reading right now yes I love that Keegan I'm sorry <laughs> I keep fucking this up for those of you that don't know KNL is related to me so I'm not disrespecting him when I call him by his first name I'm just so used to it 
But, uh, buddy, what the fuck are you reading right now? It doesn't have to be a book. It doesn't really have to be an article. Shit, you could be reading a tweet. What exactly are you reading right now that's got your attention? Uh, He's yes. like, this, this yep. fire meme. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's like, I don't read. <laughs> I, I don't read. He's like, oh, there's words? Man, fuck this thing. I wanted a video. I only like moving pictures, bro. So, sometimes I read lyrics. <laughs> That's something, though. Lyrics are powerful. Me, I'm not reading shit right now. I'm actually, I take that back. I'm reading a, some fucking novel called Nitro. It's, a, it's about the rise and fall of WCW. I haven't finished it. I've been on it for like six months. I'm taking my time. I can read a book like in a day, but that was when I like didn't have kids and a job. Once I got a job, that kind of changed, and once I became right. a parent, that definitely changed. Like my attention span is so bad, dude. It's like my kids. I'll just pick up a book, and then I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty cool lettering. Oh, let's see what's going on on Facebook," and I just put the book away. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not really good with that, but I am reading that right now. What about you, Austin? I'm reading a book called Founding Brothers by Joseph Ellis. What's that about? Um, it's about like um, the interconnection and the like interpersonal relationships of multiple like the Fanny Fathers, Madison, Monroe, um, Hamilton, Aaron Burr, uh, Washington, Jefferson, John Adams, and uh, Benjamin Franklin. So it's it's less about like their political and historical impacts, but more of the relationships they have between each other and how how they grew to make certain friends and certain enemies. And there's a large portion on Hamilton and Burr and how they hated each other. And, uh, oh, okay. It's more I, like social based. Yeah. I, and I, and I think maybe the, the best giant, the, the greatest like inter interconnected history of people like um, Thomas Jefferson and um, John Adams Right, right. Relationships who were best friends in real life, but political arch enemies, and ran for president against each other, and used to call each other all kinds of horrible names, but were best friends. <laughs> well, don't trust that slave owner. He's an asshole. <laughs> hey, best friend, how are you today? <laughs> that are is. Re- well, that's kind of how that went. I mean, I'm sure it was different then, but because John Adams is one of our nation's greatest abolitionists. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson exactly. is known for like raping his slaves. So, which one was the which one was the good person in the group? I don't know. Um, right? Yeah. No, we're we're just going off of like historians' point of view. Are you reading that on like a the actual book, or is it on your phone or something? Yeah, I have it. I have it on the book. I I, I go to the thrift store every once in a while. I found it just laying there, half off. I was like, hell yeah. I like to read the physical book. Like I, I have a Kindle and all that, but I'm gonna get rid of it because it's not really a Kindle. It's a Fire Seven tablet. It's that ghetto Amazon tablet that's like thirty dollars. It's got like two gig of space, so it's perfect for reading. But I hate it because I can still use Facebook and all that. And I was like, dude, this sucks. I used to have a Nook from Barnes and Noble, yeah. which is still around, and I'm gonna buy one at tax time. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going back to the Nook. It was so much better, dude. Because well, my dad got me one when I was like fifteen. I wanted nothing to do with it. I wanted it because it was a new, like, you know, technology. But I was like, dude, I like reading the physical book. When the Nook came out, though, it was perfect. It almost made it feel like there was no difference. But I'm using this stupid tablet, and I'm like, this sucks, dude. Like, 
the page is taking forever to load. The fucking wording is all misspelled. Like, there's something wrong with this shit. So I'm going to get a nook, but I like to collect books, too, man. Like, I'm on a manhunt right now on eBay. Uh, I'm not bidding right now. I'm waiting till like, there's only two hours left, and I'm going to outbid all these fuckers. It's for the original uh, first edition copy of Stephen King's The Shining from, like, 1970. God, I can't remember. But it's the original fucking, like, it's one of the original copies, and it's in good condition. This dude wanted, like, 20 for it. The bidding is up to, like, 100. So I'm going to wait a few days and then see how much it is. And if it's still, like, at 100, 110, I'm going to throw in an extra 20 and see if anyone tries to fuck with me. And then I'll snipe them at the last, like, couple seconds and be like, nope, it's mine now. Mine now. Like, I doubt anyone's going to outbid me on that because even though it's probably people that want to collect it like me, it's not really worth anything. I just like collecting shit like that. Like, I have the original copy of Stephen King's Thinner. It was when he was writing under the pen name Richard Bachman. So I have that, and I'm like, dude, this thing is so cool looking. Like, you open it up, and you could smell the old, dude. (laughs) I bet if you put your tongue on it, you could, like, taste history. (laughs) It tastes like booze and oppression. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit keegan's like i own one book <laughs> it's called dude you're book. gonna be a dad it's the playboy no. magazine that it's i got called... when i was 12 okay i own two books nonsense <laughs> it's called how music works and i read the first page one time it was lit. I read the first he was like i'm really getting into this music shit and then he goes to get the book to help him learn how to do it and he's like fuck it i'll teach myself <laughs> don't, don't, yeah yep yeah, don't care that much <laughs> That's how it was with me with this whole podcasting thing. I actually bought, well, I didn't buy, it was like 99 cents. So it was like literally fucking barely a dollar. I downloaded like a book about how to do a proper podcast. I got like a chapter in and I was like, I'm sure I could just figure this out on my own. (laughs) I'll figure it out. I'll just Amazon shit. And I did. I was like, podcast equipment. And then I found everything I needed. It's like plug and play. And And then you plug more shit in. And then you just keep fucking plugging in. I think that's how you learn best is when you play with shit. Yeah. Clearly, it's kind of like when you're laying in bed and there's a chick next to you and you want to figure out how it works. So you start playing with stuff and then you figure it out. That's exactly. <laughs> right. Like, you just got to figure the shit out on your own. I don't there believe in lessons. <laughs> there, can't, there can't be negative um, feedback. There's no feedback at all. So... <laughs> that's true no that's legit true i've always believed that you know feedback like any news is bad news when you don't hear nothing it's usually because something good is happening or nobody gives a fuck about you so yeah it's never great to get that text message that tells you there's room for improvement oh my god the <laughs> <laughs> inside joke room for improvement <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I was playing with it correctly. Nah, there's room for improvement. <laughs> but uh, no, but um, speaking of improvement, you guys have watched Home Improvement, right, with Tim Allen? Yes, I have. I love it. Mm-hmm. No, this is a little before his time. Like, hold on. No, bro. He. I'm not even gonna lie. So, like, one time when I was like 15 years old, he was still like a, a little tyke, and he was with me in the store. We went to a thrift store and he pulls out a fucking Walkman and he's like, "What the hell is this?" And I was like, "You don't know no. the Walkman is." <laughs> but then the he's like, "It's like nine, so you know." <laughs> Walkmans were kind of like a dying thing, even when I was little. Like I had one, but I came from more of the CD generation, so I had a CD, a Discman, and shit like that. But even 
KNL here was like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> How do you find what part of the song you want to listen to? I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> Just hold down that fast forward button and hope you find it. <laughs> yeah, after after a while you'll get the you'll get the cadence down. See, I'm I'm I, I'm both lucky and unlucky. I was so poor. That was like two generations of all technology behind everybody else. So like I shouldn't be like, oh yeah, I know VHSs. But like I used VHSs until I was in high school. <laughs> oh bro, I love VHS. Yeah, yeah. That tapes worth a shit too. I still have a bunch of VHS tapes, but I don't have I don't have a VHS player. Can you buy a VHS player online? Yeah, you can. They still sell them. It's, um, so it's not new. What it is is it's an add-on to like a DVD and Blu-ray player, which is funny because I'm like, nobody buys Blu-ray players anymore either. But like they sell it because it's coming back. VHS tapes is like a new end thing. So are the fucking Walkmans. But the, the difference is with the Walkmans, you don't actually put cassette tapes in it. You just plug it into your phone. It's kind of stupid. I'm like, that's not a Walkman, but whatever. Oh I'm God, not going to say anything. They sell brand new VHS players on Amazon. See, I kind of want one now because I do have a bunch of VHS tapes. Granted, it's because I collected them and they have sentimental value, but the quality on them are terrible. I'd much rather just buy it online. Yeah, dude, I got like all the all the Batman movies and stuff. Hell yeah, I got Escape from New York. I got Terminator 2, Judgment Day, the Ultimate Edition. It's like two <laughs> fucking tapes. And I, I'm like, hell yeah. I own I own one, well, technically I own three movies on VHS. It's the original Star Wars series without, yeah, the, with, without the updated garbage. Yeah, without all the fucking updated remastered shit. My, my, um, my Return of the Jedi has no Hayden Christensen in it. You turn, you put in the tape, and then you hear just the the crackle and pop, the Rice Krispie treat sound in the background. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, though. I'm, see, I liked VHS tapes. DVDs were cool, but to me, they were nothing compared to Blu-ray because Blu-ray was ten times better. You could definitely tell a difference. I don't even know if they fucking make DVD anymore, but I do know that like whenever I go to buy a movie, I get the combo pack, so it has the digital copy the Blu-ray, and then the 3D, whatever. I, I don't have a right. fucking 3D player, but I like to have all those, so that way if I want to like watch it on TV, I can, but if the Wi-Fi's down, I can just go put it on the Blu-ray player. If that don't fucking work, I got a DVD player, so it works out. But uh, hey, speaking of technology, we're advancing pretty far <clears throat> in the realm of like social media. Basically, I don't think any of us are really friends anymore. Everybody interacts with each other online. And it's gotten to the point where people actually have enemies now. And I don't know about you guys, but ever since I started this podcast, I've definitely gained a following. (laughs) And I've gained a following of, like, enemies, like, social media. People that, like, beef with me and shit. And I'm not talking just people that are like, you were never an alcoholic. I'm talking, like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking all types of people that are like, you're trash. You're nothing but a bigot and this and that and... People angry reacted to our freaking stuff. Oh, yeah, it's all... They got mad at me, dude. Like, a bunch of people fucking private messaged me and shit. Somehow some guy got my email and sent me a long-ass kill-myself email. But, like, basically, <laughs> they were responding to that picture I put of the Democratic Party and it says the the Asperger's Award Ceremony. But it was funny. I was like, dude, come on. What are you all mad about? And these people, like, I was personally offended. 
I really think that you need to take the time to learn and understand the consequences and the actions of your words. And I'm like, I personally think that you need to suck my fucking dick. Like, I was getting all mad at this. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? It's kind of what it is. It's like people that I knew very well that are like, hey, bro, tone it down. Like, it's not cool what you're saying. And I'm like, well, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, you were listening, so... <laughs> You you were right to your opinion, but that doesn't make it a fact. Like you're still a bitch. <laughs> you, you you have the right. I, I may not like what you say, but I'll I'll die fighting for the right to make sure that you can say it. Absolutely. Like you may not like what I have to say, but it's I get to speak. That's my freedom, and until it gets taken away, I'm going to choose what I want to do with it. So if I'm going to make a joke about Jews, I'm going to make a book, joke about Jews. If I'm going to talk shit about Democrats, I'll do that too. If I'm going to talk shit about Republicans, I'll do that as well. Like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And it's not really to stir the pot. Sometimes it is. I just like to piss people off sometimes. But half the time, it really is just me thinking like, you know, this is my opinion on something. Why aren't we talking about it? But it seems like these days, no matter what you say, it somehow in some shape or form fucking messes people up. It gives them, like, PTSD, and then you get online enemies, which is, like, the weirdest shit ever when you're not famous. Right. Oh, dude, like, I got... How do you have a... Go ahead. I was going to say, I had people picking, picking at my music for cussing. I was like, dog, what? This, yeah, this dude like, what said, have... this dude, I had this song where I was like, no, I'm sitting in front of this fucking mic, and he's like, you can sound more intelligent if you use... I'm sitting in front of this same old mic. I was like... What? <laughs> Here, here's my thing with that too, dude. Like, it was harder as a teenager to write about adult shit because you know your parents get kind of like iffy about it. But when you're a grown ass man and people are telling you like what you should and shouldn't say in terms of language and content, I kind of just look at it like grow up. So there are people that believe they don't need to cuss, which is totally fine. I 100% support that. I'm not saying I need to, but I want to. Like, I really want to say the word fuck whenever I please. So I'm going to. Yeah. I don't have to, but I'm going to. Yeah, you guys watch that. Uh, there's like a show with Nicolas Cage, and it's like the history of cuss words oh, yeah. and stuff, and the first one is fuck. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. I'm thinking about it. My issue is I don't like Netflix anymore, but everyone was talking about it. I'm like, I got to see this because... I want to know where the word fuck came from. Uh, fuck actually meant, like, to hit, like, to blow. I swear to God, dude, I will so, fuck you up. <laughs> no, so there was, there was, like, some dude, like, I don't know, it's like John fuck something, and they're like, maybe he was the original fuck boy. Like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> He's the original fuck boy. That's a good question. Who is the original fuck boy? I'm gonna look at some on Google and just see what kind of info we get. I want to say Frank Sinatra or maybe, maybe Elvis Presley. No, I take that back. Hugh Hefner has always been a fuckboy. Not anymore. He's dead. But like, <laughs> he's a fuckboy, dude. Why well, he's earned it? That's the thing. You hear people I don't know bitch what you all got the time. Austin, but I got Peter Pan for some reason. I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I said, fuck boy, not fag boy. What I looked this? up on I looked up on Bing said who's the original fuck boy and got low income kids. <laughs> I got low income kids report first sexual in- intercourse at 12 years old in new study. 
<laughs> Low-income kids at 12 years old. There's a lot of race factors behind that, I'm sure, but it's still hilarious. It, in the study, boys reported their first sexual intercourse at younger ages, averaging at 12.48 years old. Holy shit. Dude, I was like 14, and I thought that was young. But 12, holy fuck. Boys who had near... Boys have nearly a 10% higher frequency of intercourse than girls. They were also more um, likely to experience sexual doubt. The fuck? Sexual doubt? Like, hmm, this just isn't doing it for me. African Americans (laughs) also have 12% more early sexual intercourse than whites. Oh, gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) juvenile delinquency increases early sexual activity. Uh, I just fucking stabbed somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it was more like I graffitied my school. Now I'm going to go finger a bitch. (laughs) Some along those lines. If not, if we're not doing it at the same time. So who is the youngest kid to have a kid? Youngest father ever. That's all. This boy was 12 years old. (laughs) That the youngest suck. father in the world ever was a nine-year-old boy. How? What? His name is unknown, but the story says, but the story says that he became a dad back in 1921. The mother of his child was even younger; she was just eight. I was about to talk shit. I was going to be like, "Dude, that kid was raped," but I guess not. Uh, I'm confused. Right, like, how'd you meet an eight-year-old and go, hey, so when I touch my thing, this <laughs> rapey comes out, and I want to put it in your hot pocket. I don't know what Okay, in 2015, an 11-year-old boy um, had sex with a 16-year-old woman, a 16-year-old girl, so 11-year-old kid, had sex with a 16-year-old kid in Mexico, and they had a baby. How is that even possible? Because oh, my I, I, God, 2012. 11-year-old. <clears throat> had sex with a 36-year-old woman and they had a child in New Zealand. That 11-year-old so, is a winner. The, the woman was not charged with statutory rape due to the lack of laws criminalizing female sex offenders. They need to get on board with it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a woman and she's hot. That's how it usually goes. When men do it, it's creepy, but when women do it, it's just fine. That's crazy. There's been a kid that's nine years old. Is that a kid? Two 11 year olds and a whole bunch of 12 year olds. What the fuck, man? Who's that 12 years old? Like, I'm ready to be a parent. Chris McBride, um, who is 12 years old on in October 2014, <clears throat> had sex with his 22 year old nanny. <coughs> um, Nana! No, no, he did not have I'm sex hard. with his nanny. He was impregnated. He had pregnated her after being molested for several months. So uh, yeah, okay. the nanny was sentenced to twenty years in prison for sexual battery. It's like that video of that kid. It's a it's a it's a fake ass video. He's like, so McBride and his mother have custody of out. the child. What? Yes. Nefson, that's creepy. Uh, next one. Um, I think this is the youngest. Uh, Second youngest mother on here, a 12-year-old and his 10-year-old girlfriend in Russia 
um, became pregnant shortly after she was 10 and gave birth one month prematurely to a girl. Was she Mexican? Russian. Uh, okay, I was going to say, if she was Mexican, it kind of makes sense because most 12-year-old Mexican girls get pregnant because their teachers tell them to go do it. Sean Stewart's a baller. Sean Stewart has been a dad twice. Once at 12 years, once at 14 years old, one time to his 16-year-old next-door neighbor, and another time to his 21-year-old um, teacher. They're just keeping it in the community. What the <laughs> fuck? Can you imagine being in the same room with everybody you fucked? Like <laughs> Sean Stewart went on to have numerous run-ins with law enforcement for drugs and petty theft, and it's not a part of either of his son's lives. And where the fuck are all the I can't breathe chants on that one? <laughs> I can't breathe. Well, that's what happens when you get pepper sprayed. You probably shouldn't be rioting. Sorry. I had to go there. Wesley, We're talking about criminals. Wes, this guy named Wesley um, Sylvia um, a became name. a dad at 14 years old to his to his 15-year-old um, girlfriend. He became a professional footballer in the Premier League. <clears throat> Other accounts say that Wesley was 15 when he had his first child. So it was 14 or 15. Damn, how do you become a, damn. an athlete after being a parent? That's really tough. Like, I can't even lift anything except for, like, a soda can. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, that, that girl of his had to be super dedicated to her role as a parent. She's like, you go oh, ahead and do your thing. no. Oh, shit. What'd you find? The youngest mother was five years <clears throat> old. Five? Uh, five years old. She was five years old, seven months. My kid's like six. She doesn't even oh, remember how to change her clothes. What the hell? The father is unknown. Um, her name is Lena Medea from <clears throat> Peru. Gave birth by cesarean section um, at the age of five and a half. The infant was 2.69 kilograms or 5.9 pounds. It was a boy named Gerardo. Medina's parents, who assumed their daughter had a tumor, took her to a hospital where she was then found out to be seven months pregnant when she was about five years old, six months. <laughs> How do you months. mix that up? I, don't I think know. she has a tumor. By, no, she's got a different lump in her. By interrogating her parents, the doctors understood that Medina had entered into, it's called precarious puberty, which occurs when hormone glands are activated earlier than normal. Medina's father was arrested on suspicion of sexual abuse, but was later released due to lack of evidence, and the baby's biological father was mm. never identified. Well, they probably had to keep it a secret, because chumos like that, when they go to prison, it's almost a fact that they're going to get raped to death. Right? So we have a so we have a, a five-year-old, a six-year-old, six years, seven months. Um, she lives in India, and do not know the father's name. Can you imagine, oh, dude? You can't even ew. comprehend life and you have a baby. No, 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 no. Six years old, a girl named Lisa, who is six years old, the father of her child, her 70-year-old maternal grandfather. What the fuck? Uh, now she tasted history. Austin's face is in horror right now. He's like, it's getting worse. Eight yeah, years old, her name's... Time. 
Her name's Mum Z. Here's four months. She was um born in Nigeria, okay? Alright. She was she was she got married to this guy named Chief Akiri, who has four. Did you say women. Chief or Keith? Chief Akiri. Oh, I was like Keith. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. He has four girls on this list where he married these girls. Oh my god. Mom C was a member of Chief Akiri's harem on the island of something. Her daughter also gave birth extremely early, making Mumsy a grandmother at the age of 17. All this talk about babies is making my belly hurt, dude. I'm I'm like, I'm with baby. I'm about to give birth. I gotta find out who this... Really, I'm with spaghetti, dude, and it's fucking up my stomach. I gotta figure out who the hell this Chief Akiri is, this dirtbag. Chief, the operator and owner of Keith cigarettes. But speaking of Keith, uh, one more thing I wanted to throw in there while you're doing that research. Uh, same guy that asked us about the bill we were just talking about. He also wanted to have us like just a small discussion about cigars. Austin, I know you don't smoke, but basically it's like, what's your favorite cigar? Uh, KNL, I know you've had a cigar. What kind of cigars do you like? Besides Swisher and Black and Mild. Well, he's, like that rules out. <laughs> he's like, that rules Dude, out I, everything. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, if you just Damn. tell me to puff this, I'll puff this. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'll probably like it. The hand of a glass cylinder. Here, take a puff off this. <laughs> yeah. okay. so what I'll the hell like is it. this? Well, he's like, what the hell is this? Bath salts? He starts scratching yeah. his face. like. <laughs> nah, for me personally, um, I like the... It's kind of basic, but it's the Romeo and Juliet brand. I'm usually a darker cigar person, but I like the light ones too, just because they're easier and they don't they don't burn as much. They're a whole lot smoother. But uh, for my buddy listening, I love Romeo and Juliet. I also love the Nub Connecticut, the, the really small cigars, but they actually can last anywhere between like 30 and 45 minutes. They're another light brand as well. Um, if you're listening to this, let's get together and smoke some cigars, even though I know you live like way the fuck in the mountains. Yeah, this buddy of mine, he's, like, way the hell out in Colorado, like, far away from here. Um, anyways, did you find anything on uh, Chief Keefe? What's what's going on there? Uh, apparently he was just in charge of some group somewhere. Oh, no. Do you I, remember that? The, the only cigars I know of are um, these old, like, Drew Estate ones that my grandfather used to smoke all the time. Dude, I love cigars. I'm I'm not addicted to them though. Like I don't smoke them all the time. It's kind of a once in a blue moon for me because they're super expensive. Dude, those Romeo and Juliet ones I get are like ten bucks because they're really long. But that's just for one. Like I actually, when I was younger, like in college, I used to be part of a club called like the Thompson Club or whatever, and it was a cigar company that sent you a box of cigars. Problem is, is I was spending literally like a hundred bucks every couple months, and I'd get like twenty cigars. I'd only go through like three or four of them because they take forever. And you need, um, what the fuck's that thing called? I forgot. That little device that keeps them fresh, and I never paid for it because it's expensive. So I never put that much time into it when I realized I didn't have money to drop on it because college refunds only last so long. I right. had to cancel it. 
now that I have a job, I could probably do it. But that, to me, it's like a, it's kind of a worthless expense. I'd rather just go grab a few from uh, this place I like to go to called Jerry's Pipe and Tobacco off of 16th Street. I'm pretty sure they actually closed, though, because of, um, uh, what you call it, COVID-19, 20, and 21. <laughs> now that we're that far in, fucking Jesus. But uh, Chief right. Keith, he ran a group, a militant. So do you remember that Coney dude? Yeah, Coney the- yeah. So I saw a meme, dude, and this is old school because Coney was a long time ago. Well, when it was popular, it's still pretty um, discussed, but it's not nearly as big a deal as uh, Black Lives Matter and all that other bullshit. But Coney, for those who don't know, was the militant guy that basically kidnapped children in Africa and made him part of his military. They did documentaries on it and shit. Well, anyway, I saw this meme that popped up the other day. It was a memory meme from like something I posted a long time ago on my old Facebook because somehow it activated itself and I was like, what the fuck? I deleted this shit. Like, went on there to go delete it and it popped up with a notification and I saw it and it was like, Coney, the only black man to ever want children. <laughs> no, but you know what pisses me off about Coney? You know, in 2017, the United States and Uganda were like, nah, he's not that big a deal anymore. We're just going to stop looking for him. Yeah, like, he's going to go look for your children, but we're going to stop looking for him. Like, it's sad, dude. I don't know if you've ever seen any of these documentaries. It's fucked up. These are, like, little children, dude, that are like, I just want to die because I'm being hunted and I just, I'm tired of running. I'm tired of being broke as fuck and poor and can't do anything without having to worry about getting shot. Like, it's, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. So anytime someone complains to me about Compton, I'm like, oh, yeah? Do you live in Uganda? (laughs) These kids are like, yo, I'm seven. I may just be seven, but I can shoot an AK-47. Right. They're, no, there's like little soldiers. They approach them. Like, how many people have you killed? Like, shit, 22? And how old are you? <laughs> Eight. Eight. <laughs> He's like, I fired my first AK-47 the other day. This bastard named Tyrone was trying to take my biscuits, so I showed him what's up. Like, all right, I ain't trying to speak ill of the dead, but, like, gang members and shit, they fight over <laughs> colors and territory from an unknown invasion that's not coming from anybody else but themselves. Whereas, like, in Africa and all that, dude, they got to run from this motherfucker that's like, you either join or you die. And I've heard cases where it's the same with, like, Bloods and Crips, but they ain't it's no, different. They ain't no Jones Barbershop in Uganda. Right, well, you can't run to your parents. Like, they don't have parents. They have to be on the run for that reason. Yeah, because freaking mom got her genitalia stabbed by some Muslim extremists. Well, in one of these fucking documentaries, the mom was talking about how she had to tell her kids, go, run, hide. Run, hide, fap. What the fuck? KNL just muted Austin. I didn't, did I? I don't know. It says, oh, maybe Austin muted himself. He was like, I'm going to say something that I shouldn't say. <laughs> no. Apparently someone just doesn't like the sound of my voice. Like, this fat dude is so annoying. If I can listen to him for 30 <laughs> more seconds, I got to mute this man before I Coney myself. Well, I stopped muting my mic. I used to all the time. Whenever you would speak or somebody else would, I'd mute it. So that way no background sound would get picked up. But then I'd forget about it and start talking. <laughs> kind of like in the last episode. You're like, hey, bro, your mic is definitely muted. <laughs> And then I'm like, I don't want to repeat this sentence now. <laughs> it's not organic anymore. It feels forced. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, Lord. But, um, 
There was something else I want to talk about. Sorry, I'm like plowing through these faster than bullets in the Las Vegas concert. Um, Last person who sucked this many bullets up that it canceled the entire concert in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that dude was, was so funny, and then he just turned. Now he just overly forcing it. He's like, for those of you that fucking complain about people online, congratulations, your medal's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was funny. But yeah, he started taking it really seriously, and I was like, okay, you're not funny anymore. And once you started, like, forcing jokes, just, you started making them cringy and offensive just to be cringy and offensive. Oh my god, I gotta send this to KNL, but that fucking, did you get that video I sent you? On a messenger? It's a comedian... I always forget his fucking name. Uh, I showed this to my brother like years ago because he's been around for a while. Let me find his fucking name first. Hold on. Uh, Is it that Andrew Kahn guy? Yeah, Andrew Kahn. So he was the guy like there was this video where we first discovered him where he was like talking about going to prison and shit like that. And he was like, well, I'll be goddamn if fucking Brock Lesnar came in and sling me up instantly broke my neck. Like. (laughs) He was funny as shit with that video. I said, hey, y'all want to learn how to make mushrooms? Y'all want to learn how to make cornrows out of your pubes? <laughs> Dude, it was funny. Like, he just kept saying it over and over. Like, I heard Snow listening to it, and it sounded familiar. I was like, is that that long neck motherfucker? He's hilarious. No, we're not allowed to talk about necks on the Great Girth podcast ever again. Uh-huh, because the neck is too thick for suicide. I can't believe this fucking guy made a joke about Chris Benoit. Oh my god, that was that was, that was top tier hilariousness. It's definitely in one of our Wednesday episodes when I had to do that. Uh, we had to cancel, so I made that little thing of like our greatest moments, and that was like the first one. <laughs> With neck that thick, there's no way he hung himself. No way he hung himself and told you, no, what have you done? Or the Owen Hart thing. I was like, you know what happened to him, right? And he's like, what did he do? And I was like, he's coming down from the rafters. Oh, did it break and he fell and died? Like, yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, oh, man, he bled to death. I speak these things that exist, and sometimes it feels like... Hell yeah, dude. Every time Austin says something, I get a little weary. I'm like, what's going to happen next? You're kind of like <laughs> that character from the Stephen King novel, The Dead Zone, dude. Like, fucking this dude can, like, see shit, like, premonitions. So every time someone, like, he touches, he, like, feels an energy from them where he can see what happens to them in the future. And for some reason, every single one of them, it's like a horrible fucking death. It's never like, oh, he got a dog the next day. It's like, oh, no, he got erectile dysfunction in 20 years. (laughs) My name is Otis Never Soft Again, and I got erectile dysfunction. Next Saturday, Saturday, we definitely have to talk about WandaVision because that's the final episode. I heard about that, dude. They're fucking not doing a... They don't have any plans for a second season. Nope, this is a one-off thing. And so, Tony, you may need to binge-watch WandaVision next week. I might. I don't know, man. I might. I I just don't want to reactivate Disney. But then I'm like, I might as well, because Olivia's over here. I'm going to watch Monsters, Inc. And I'm like... Oh my god! I'm just gonna buy you all these fucking movies. But... I got a, I got, I got, I got a free trial from Grandma signing up for with Verizon. So if you don't, oh, what if the you, hell? If you really don't want to um, reactivate, let me know. I'll let you borrow my login. Do that, and I'll send you my login info for Daily Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. Just share them. 
I do that with a lot of my friends, dude. A lot of my friends don't have Hulu. So I'm like, I'll give you my Hulu, but let me have your fucking HBO Max. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me watch your movies before you do. So the one thing that sucks about streaming services is like digital libraries. I have Vudu. That's to me, that's the best digital 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 collection. It works better than fucking Fandango now. It works better than Apple TV. And uh, I buy all these movies, but every time I get a new one, somebody that has access to my shit watches it and it boots me. Like I'm trying to watch it and somebody's already started. So it kicks one of us and it's always me. Oh, and so dude. then I got to, yeah, I got to send a message chain like, hey, who the fuck is watching this movie? <laughs> Wait two hours. <laughs> <laughs> me first. Or like I'll go on there and people have been watching. I'm like, who the fuck is watching Magic Mike? I don't. I haven't seen this movie in ten years. <laughs> and I'm like, Chanel ain't watching. I know she ain't watching it. She watches live TV. And then I'll like text people, like, hey, were you watching Magic Mike? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. How'd you know? But yeah, it really sucks. And then they're smart because they know people do that. So it doesn't matter what movie it is. When someone plays a movie on my library and I go to play it too, it's like, nope, one at a time. And I'm sitting there getting mad. I'm like, dude, I've had this thing for 10 consecutive years. You know what consecutive means, right? One right, right after right the fucking other. Because I ain't missed a day. <laughs> no, I fucking love name, it. Just because you named him Darnell don't mean he belongs to Darnell. <laughs> That's a Viking child, a white Slavic baby from Iceland. That is the oldest joke in the history of the podcast, and it will never go away. No, dude, every time I, like, look at my child, I just think of that stupid joke. It's kind of fucked up, but I'm just like, that's a Slavic baby. That's a, a Caucasian <laughs> baby. Mountains of Caucasus. Who's goddamn white baby's that? That baby got a 730 credit store right now, right isn't now. it? <laughs> I've never seen, he's definitely got a grown-ass prescription. I've never seen a baby with that thick of glasses. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, I think it's called High School Dance or Dance Flick or whatever. Don't it's... watch the whole movie. Don't. No, don't. Just Google that one scene. It's just, with Cat Williams. Just, just look up Cat Williams. Who's goddamn white baby's that? That shit is funny, dude. It's one of the... That was so dumb. I bought that whole fucking movie just to watch that. And it's like 45 minutes in. And I was like, this whole movie sucks. Why is Kevin Hart in it? Why is all these other people in here that I don't even care about? It's a shitty, shitty, fucking horrible movie. But that one scene, totally worth it. Yeah, that... Um, the Okay. What is something that you... Before we wrap up, what is one line from something online that you quote nonstop? What is your probably your most quoted um, line from online anything? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's on the tip of your tongue. Go for it. I'll I'll go first. It is I do it while I'm playing Xbox all the time, and it's by um it's by Eat That Pussy four four five. Wrong pipe. And he is so funny. He's an Eagles fan. I hate Eagles fans, but this guy's funny. Oh no! I'm going in, bitch. Every time, every time we're playing Call of Duty and I die in Rebirth, and my friends are getting wrecked, I I, I scream this into the mic. I scream, "I'm going in, bitch! I'm going in, bitch! I'm going in! I don't give a fuck." K and L, what's yours? I'm going in. I'm going dude. in. I'm tired of fucking losing, dude. 
I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of being a bitch. I'm tired of being a sorry, sad ass motherfucking organization. I'm going in. Y'all getting paid millions to act like bitches. I'll play for fucking free. And I guarantee you, motherfucker, I'll play with more heart and more passion than you sorry ass bitches will ever fucking have, nigga. All right. God, I freaking love that. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of losing. I'm sick and tired of being a bitch. I'm sick and tired oh of being God. a sorry ass organization. All right, bro. Oh God, mine's mine's uh, there's this kid on TikTok. He like his videos are, are super cheesy, but they're funny. Now he's he's always talking about like. Hanging out with bitches and stuff when he's fourteen, he's like, "I'm about to get some treatment for show." But he always, <laughs> he's always like, he's always like, he's like, "I went in and this girl was telling me about her feelings, so I gave that bitch the Chris Brown one too." So I, I always oh, tell yeah. all the people I work with that I'm gonna give them the Chris Brown one too. <laughs> they fuck something up, I'm gonna give you the Chris Brown one too. If your girl ain't answering your calls, just know she with me, Big D. <laughs> that little strong again. So I have like three of them, dude. Like I say them all the time. I'll start with the most used one. So uh, it kind of started as like a uh, uh, Austin. Actually, you're the one that started it. It's that fucking dude. Yo, it's your boy, skinny penis. Skinny penis. <laughs> <laughs> skinny I said all the time, like a skinny penis on hey, Facebook. What's up? It's your boy, uh, skinny, skinny penis. penis. <laughs> The second one is, yep, still haunted. Now, here's the story behind it. I was um, doing my normal bullshit. I was supposed to be working at work, and I'm on my phone looking up haunted locations and shit. And I found one for the Cecil Hotel, which is uh, it's in Los Angeles, I think. But oh, Yeah, that one bitch fucking drowned in the water tank up there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I did dude. an episode oh, on Ghost Adventures. Yeah, dude. So, like, I was looking at the reviews on it. It's called The, sta- the Stayover, The to stay in they changed the name because of all the negativity well somebody put in the comment section yeah that's what it is stay on main but somebody put in the comment section if anyone tells you they've been here in the last six years they're lying it is no longer operational it is now a low-income housing organization and so somebody commented below yep still haunted (laughs) 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 yep still haunted (laughs) that shit had me dying dude i was like oh no all right the third one is live by the train, die by the train. Now, the reason I got that is because I was on Twitter and I found a fucking screenshot of a tweet where this dude's like, this girl in my high school recently just passed away because she committed suicide. She had jumped in front of a train after all these rumors were spread about her, about how she was a whore and she was sleeping with the entire football team. And so somebody commented below it, live by the train, die by the train. <laughs> no. Nah, my uh- favorite. A skinny penis. <laughs> skinny penis. Skinny, skinny penis, penis is great. Skinny penis is a phenomenal meme. Um, Who are you gonna call? Skinny penis. <laughs> or Tony? Tony would send me videos of like Ken dolls and shit. The dark Ken dolls. <laughs> like, hi, my name's Trey. I have a basketball game tomorrow. I got a basketball game. <laughs> hi, my name's Trey. Bar. I got, I got, I got shoe game. Oh, You're watching Disney Channel. Hey, this is Trey. I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> That's yeah, the, the best one. Yeah, the trace trace is extremely, extremely good. Um, oh fuck! What was a goddamn? There was something else that was pretty fucking funny I saw the other day. 
that I've been like kind of repeating over and over. Hold on, give me a minute to think about this shit. Oh, it was a a TikTok that you sent me, Austin. So the it's just because it's the sound effect, and then like the way they put in the Goonies. Remember though, it's the Call of Duty <laughs> game where he's crouching down. He looks up, and the sucking his scope is up. The fucking dude hits him with a grenade, and then it goes to the Goonies. And he's like, oh. I love that meme. Anytime anybody gets hit in the head with anything, especially like, so like the Capitol riots, they've got a, a video of that that retard who got shot in the head because she was like peeking through the window. So she like peeks in the windows. You see her head go back as she gets shot, and it cuts right as her hits her head. And Sloth goes, "Uh, uh." <laughs> I'm gonna send this to my brother, dude. This shit is so fucking funny." Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> it reminds me of playing fucking Call of Duty and shit, dude. I get so mad easily. I'm like, these sons of bitches. Uh, before we close it, the funniest one I've seen thus far, Austin, you sent it to me too. It's the kid that's like trying to hold in the water and not laugh. And the dude's like, I just found my sister's vape. And due to all the bad shit that's been happening, I decided to take it away. And it's the fucking inhale. <laughs> and she's on the ground having an asthma attack. And he's like, you don't need it. It's time for a change. <laughs> Oh, I saw one. I saw one earlier that was super fucked up. It was like a doctor talking to a Make a Wish kid, and he's all, "Today you get to meet Steph Curry, and tomorrow you get to meet Kobe Bryant." <laughs> I like the one where it's John Cena goes into a blind kid's ward. You can't see me. <laughs> there's, this, there's this one video I was watching. It's some streamer, and he's sitting here. He's streaming Call of Duty, and um, he's got like. Um, audio uh, messages for subs. And so someone subs him, sends a bits, and gets it. He goes, Hey, Tony. Or he goes, Say something about the name of the stream. He goes, Hey, I, I, I lost my sight about two week, two years ago. And ever since I've been listening to your stuff, but it's really been helping me. And he goes, Yeah, that's really cool. It's great to hear. And he's like, Jumps up and snipes the guy. He goes, Whoa. And he says the name of the guy. He goes, Did you see that? He goes, Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened that one's funny as hell what the fuck that dude flips out after he got killed uh, I'm over here scrolling through these messages I gotta find this shit I gotta send it to my brother it is one of the funniest shits that, like oh my god where the fuck we're almost there Austin sends me a million of these every fucking day every day send him multiple like I won't respond right away cause I'm just looking at it like oh shit there's like six new ones I gotta watch <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the I would lose my job meme. It's, it's, it's next level. Now I am panicking because I'm going to lose my job. No, no, panic. Oh, my God. I am panicking. I'm going to lose my job. Oh, no, I keep seeing this meme. It's like, they're like saying this kid's like Joe Biden. Hold on. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? That's I so have seen, that that little kid's funny. Oh, there we go. I just sent it to you, bro. Oh yes, we got to get live reaction of him watching. Yes, listen to this. God, all right.
That's what that's like. Oh, that's shit. oh fuck. We are definitely well, cutting it. Yes, actually. Uh, unless KNL, you got anything to add to this? <laughs> no. It's like I'm gonna go look at memes now. Yeah. One thing one thing we did forget to mention, I'll run a little segment on it real quick. So last uh last episode we had Chance on and he was talking about top five women you'd impregnate. Well, I came up with a different one. Top five women that are in your spank bank. <laughs> so we don't have to name off all five, but I will say there's one in uh, Christy Mack before she got her ass what by her UFC boyfriend. That's in my hey. spank bank. I know. <laughs> um, freaking Tony's out here with liking the shaved head. Oh, bro. She could ride. Kylie <laughs> Reed's Reed's a good one, too. No. No. <laughs> She's being played like a kazoo. No, she is the most overrated actress on the planet. Uh, I like the memes with Mia Khalifa. It's like every man knows the singer. (laughs) 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 Hey, it's Mia Khalifa, and you're watching Port I mean Disney Channel. (laughs) She got got on Barstool Sports. She had her own own sports show. So that's like, that's where I met her from was from Barstool uh, she was talking about Texas A&M football I was like okay, she's she talking about and one of my buddies and I said to talk to us and we're playing Call of Duty and someone named their character Mia Khalifa I was like I know Mia Khalifa like I was watching one of her videos yesterday it was real good I was real surprised <laughs> that she knew how much she knew what she was talking about my buddy's just like Austin, I don't think you know who Mia Khalifa really is. <laughs> <laughs> she knows a lot about stools. Lot stools. <laughs> oh, fuck. He goes, I need you to look up Mia Khalifa on YouTube Im- or Google Images real quick before you start talking about how much you like Mia Khalifa's content. So I open it up like, oh, God, that's not college football. That's not college football. <laughs> That's casting couch. <laughs> Brazzers. Oh, God. Um, KNL, what about you? You got to have somebody in that spank bank. He's like, oh. It's a couple. Uh, I'm just and he's like, hold on. We got to make sure my wife ain't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, baby. It's all you. You know how it is. Know. You're like, uh, oh, I love Jessica. Alba. I love you, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that is one. Oh, definitely, bro. Alba all the way. Shit person, but I would shit on her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Somebody once told me, uh, we were talking about her, and he was like, dude, I would drink the fucking bath water that she bathes in. And I was like, whoa, that's a really creepy way of looking at it. I don't know about that. <laughs> that, might be, that, that might be too much, to be completely honest. <laughs> it's like that dude from that movie, Good Luck Joke. He's like, ooh, look at that ass. Like, I took a fart out of that ass and hold it like a bong head. Just... <laughs> No. <laughs> I know that shit grossed me out. I was like, I'll never look at a bong the same, dude. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks guys for listening. K and L, thanks for being on the show. Sorry, it was so last minute, man. I do appreciate it though, because right. it's always fun to have somebody that can contribute, which every guest we've had usually does. So, I mean, it's fun as hell. I just we try to get guests in on our Sunday show. Because Wednesday's more of a me and Austin thing, but appreciate it, buddy. Um, for those of you that don't oh, know. Oh, shoot. What's up? Not to, not to interrupt you. Mine is Natasha Nice. 
the fuck? I gotta look this up. <laughs> nice. Noise. Noise. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. But anyway, uh, for those of you that don't know, KNL is hip hop rap artist. You can check him out and the links that I'm gonna put in the episode details. Can't, bro, you're gonna have to send me those links. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have any of those. <laughs> We're getting them. Otherwise, you guys can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and all that fucking ill shit. You can also check us out at www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, for all the Holocaust children, that is www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. <laughs> it's always fun to listen to the show before you're going to die. <laughs> Otherwise, Austin, buddy, I'll see you on Wednesday. Peace out, y'all. Adios. Later.